string of car break-ins downtown targeting people watching their teams play. This afternoon, multiple people got back from the Saints game to find their windows smashed. This is at a pay parking lot on South Rampart. A witness told us it looked like half a dozen cars had been broken into and one of them stolen. On February 3rd, 2013, the 49ers played the Baltimore Ravens in the Superdome in New Orleans in the Super Bowl. Now, this Super Bowl was marked by a great game. We saw the Niners try to come back against the Ravens, but Flacco and friends were able to hold off Colin Kaepernick and the Niners in order to secure a Super Bowl victory. However, you might remember this game not for Colin Kaepernick's loss, not for Joe Flacco's victory, but for the blackout that occurred at the Superdome during this game, and all the think pieces that came out after the fact, talking about how this actually turned out to be a symbol of America's decline as a superpower. Our biggest event of the year, every single year, the Super Bowl, experienced the infrastructure problems that were quite prevalent in cities across this country, dying cities, including the city of New Orleans, and what was supposed to be this great comeback for the city, this great win, out of the devastation of Hurricane Katrina and forward into the hosting of the most prominent event of the year in the very same building that actually held a bunch of people that were refugees from Hurricane Katrina, and it turned out to be an out-and-out failure. Now, I understand why a lot of people took that angle. First and foremost, this idea that our media is anti-American goes far beyond the current year or the current cycle or the presidency of Donald Trump. It's all about denigrating America at any opportunity. But also, it is symbolically quite embarrassing. The fact that you can't even keep the lights on in your city for an event that everybody's watching definitely has an impact. But the thing is, this wasn't the fall of New Orleans. This wasn't the destruction of New Orleans. Even Hurricane Katrina isn't the worst thing that happened to New Orleans, because the worst thing that happened to New Orleans is left-wing criminal justice policy. And while Colin Kaepernick may have fallen that day, while he may have lost, while he may have never gotten to those heights in terms of his NFL career ever again, ideologically, the winner in terms of that was Colin Kaepernick. His woke left wing pretend that criminals don't exist and pretend that the problem is the police has taken hold specifically in New Orleans. And today we're going to tell a story that involves the Saints, involves brazen criminality, which just goes to show you how absurd our country has gotten. But before we get into that, I just want to give a quick thank you to our members. I don't have a sponsor read for this video. So thank you for going over to actualjusticewarrior.com slash join and signing up to support the channel. But without further ado, let's get into the story. While the New Orleans Saints were losing to the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, dozens of black and gold fans were being sacked by car vandals. It's disappointing because it is a brand new car we just bought. Josh Personnel drove into town from Houston to watch the game with his wife. They parked in this garage in the 1000 block of Common Street. He received a call shortly after kickoff telling him some vandals had broken into his 2022 Kia Sorento. They ripped out an ignition, a bunch of the wires and stuff, and they tried to, they kept on trying and it didn't work and it tried more and more and they ripped it up so much that we're going to get it towed and it has to go to dealership and there's a lot of damage to it. So the Saints just had their last game of the season and it was a home game at the Superdome, the very site of the decline of America, according to the mainstream press, and it was a slog to get through. If you saw this game, it was 10-7, to Carolina 
Carolina Panthers ended up winning, and it was a dreadful end to what can be considered a dreadful season by the New Orleans Saints. However, it's one thing for something to be terrible on the field. It's one thing for something to be a symbolic eyesore. But people who attended this game to watch the last game of the season ended up discovering as they left and got into their various parking lots that are around the Superdome that their cars were broken into. Yeah, that's right. Mass car break-ins ended up occurring post this game, and I decided to throw it over to one of these individual stories so you could get a sense of how people reacted to discovering that their cars were not only broken into, but key components were ripped out of them because crime is just out of control in the city of New Orleans. I took the opportunity to take my son to his first game tonight, or this morning, uh, so we came up here. We got a pretty good deal on tickets, like nine bucks a, nine bucks a piece for tickets, so took him to his first game. And um, which he enjoyed, and then we came out to see that the car got broken into. It's got to be worth it to come down here, and I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's much worth it to come down here. So here you have a father who thought that he got a great deal on tickets for Saints game. He thought that he was going to take his son to their first ever game. Sure, it was a meaningless game in the grand scheme of things because the Saints weren't going anywhere. But he thought, wow, $9, how can I pass up on that deal? So he drove out there only to discover that his car ended up being broken into. And it turns out that he was not alone. Among all the parking lots in the nearby area, Areas, these private lots that are not necessarily connected to the Superdome, people broke in and started stealing out components, cords, cables, anything and everything that they could find in their destructive path because this is how crazy the carjackings and car thefts have gotten in the city of New Orleans. And if you're wondering how this could have all gone unchecked, the answer is actually quite simple. The city of New Orleans, as we discussed in a previous video, defunded their police department. They went with Colin Kaepernick's agenda, they reduced their officers, and they did so well before the George Floyd riots. So they are a case study in the policy that the left wing wants to implement nationwide. Now, the way that the city of New Orleans had done this was that they froze the police budget for a few years, not increasing it at all, and then eventually they cut it from about $190 million to $173 million. Now, you might think to yourself, 17 or so million, not that big of a deal, not a big problem, nothing to be concerned about. But the thing is, is that it's not just the raw number or dollar amount that was cut from the New Orleans PD budget. It's actually the officers that were lost that are absolutely disastrous. You see, experts have come to the conclusion that in order to maintain regular public order, the city of New Orleans needs about 1,100 officers in order to function properly, based on the size of the city, based on the level of crime, etc., etc. And prior to the freeze, prior to the cuts, they had about 1,200 officers on staff. Now, you might think, 17 million, I'm going to crunch some numbers, maybe they got down to that 1,100, and the cops are just not doing a great job. They're just doing a terrible job. Well, you're wrong. They're down to 900-something officers, so they're well below the bare minimum that each and every study, every independent analysis, says that they need in order to counteract the crazy crime that has emerged. And New Orleans has been rewarded with the number one homicide rate, which they did not have before. A lot of people, when I did the full video on defunding the police in New Orleans talked about how crime was already bad in New Orleans, and that is true, but they were not number one in the country. They leapfrogged four or five cities in terms of homicide rate since introducing this policy. They also have a woke mayor and a prosecutor, Williams, who refuses to prosecute anybody for anything, 
And that trifecta, that combination of factors, has led to an absolute disaster. And now you can't even go to a Saints or a Pelicans game without expecting each and every car to be broken into in the various parking lots that surround the arenas. You see, this wasn't just in the regular Saints arena. This was in all those pop-up parking lots that make their money based on game day where these break-ins have happened. And the city of New Orleans actually has come up with a solution to it, and I just want you to hear how ridiculous it is before we go forward in this, because the solution doesn't involve actually arresting people for breaking into cars, actually charging them in a serious way, actually putting them behind bars, reinstituting their police department at the bare minimum level to keep New Orleans safe. It involves putting the onus on other people, private citizens, to deal with the car break-ins that they refuse to deal with themselves. Saints fans left the Superdome Sunday already disappointed after a tough end to the season, only to find their car windows smashed in. Dozens of cars were burglarized, including inside a garage where a security guard was on duty. He alerted police, who arrested three young men. They went into a parking lot with an attendant who called the police. That's how they were caught. That's why the New Orleans City Council Community Development Committee approved an ordinance Wednesday that would require private parking lots to hire live attendants during special events in the CBD or French Quarter, like Saints games, concerts, and any event with at least 10,000 people. Now, as you heard, there was one guarded lot. It was a garage that was actually indoors. And even though these men were able to do damage to a certain amount of cars, because this person was actually there, he was able to alert law enforcement, and eventually these three men got arrested. Now, like I said, they actually did damage, or maybe different set of car thieves did damage to multiple cars, dozens of cars in multiple different lots around the Saints game. And by the way, this has also happened around the New Orleans Pelicans game. So damage was done consistently, but in this one instance, this one alert security guard was able to find these people or spot these people, call the police, and three arrests were made. I mean, again, dozens upon dozens of cars are damaged. This isn't the first time this has happened at a sporting event, but at least we have three arrests so that the prosecutor can release those three individuals automatically without any actual serious charges or consequences or anything compelling them to pay back the owners for the serious damage that they did to their vehicles. So we had a guy there. So we shift to the New Orleans City Council. They set up a committee and their solution to this problem that is caused by them defunding the police, by them embracing embracing woke nonsense criminal justice policies that do not work only if your goal is to increase crime do they work and it's as follows act as a deterrent against criminal conduct and make regular patrols to address any issues it would apply to lots within a 10 block radius of the superdome or smoothie king center and a five block radius from the sanger theater and mardi gras parade routes and parking lots for cruises would need an attendant during the entire trip isn't that wild Look, I think that if you're running a parking lot, then you can't just put up a sign saying that they're not responsible for the damages to your vehicle, and maybe there should be some liability associated with that, especially when it's a mass theft, mass break-in like this. But the idea that the New Orleans little committee right here is going to pass an ordinance to require you, if you're operating a parking lot, to do the job that law enforcement is just not doing because they've been defunded is absolutely absurd and insane, but then again, this is a city run by Democrats, and if you can find a way to blame the business owners 
for what's going on, you might as well do that. So now everybody in New Orleans who already pays the taxes associated with living in the city is going to have to pay more for parking in these lots in these specific events so that they can have security so that those security guards can attempt to disrupt the car thefts and car break-ins that the police, who, by the way, typically are usually around the Superdome and around these events, should be intercepting, should be dealing with. And by the way, just because in this specific case with this specific indoor garage thing, it ended up resulting in the arrest does not mean that's how it normally goes. In fact, things have not worked out well for parking attendants that are now going to be mandated to be there to prevent the crazy break-ins in the past when they've tried to intervene. Check out this. Parking lot owners argue it's putting attendants in danger. And we've had parking attendants chased off our lots by people with guns. Yeah, that's right. What ends up happening normally in normal scenarios is that when the parking attendant tries to intervene because they don't have the authority of the police, because New Orleans has become completely lawless, what happens is these thieves, these so-called Aladdins, these people that are favored by the New Orleans City Council, favored by the mayor, favored by the district attorney in name only, end up chasing them off with firearms and continue doing what they're doing. But it's even funnier because so many places have gotten broken into. Here are the new times that you're going to have to have some kind of attendant to watch out for the car break-ins because, again, the city of New Orleans refuses to do what's necessary in order to deal with their criminality. It would apply to lots within a 10-block radius of the Superdome or Smoothie King Center and a 5-block radius from the Sanger Theater and Mardi Gras parade routes. And parking lots for cruises would need an attendant during the entire trip. Also, it's important to note that the so-called parking attendant that intervened was not a parking attendant. It was an armed security guard. Glenn Armentrout is with Premium Parking. It was his garage where a security guard's call Sunday led to the arrests. It was not a parking lot attendant. It was actually an armed security guard that we had in there. Um, two, two days prior to that, that same armed security guard was chased out of that garage by five armed assailants. Hired in that specific lot, and that's the only reason he was able to successfully chase these people off, because he had a firearm and he was equipped to defend himself against those people. The vast majority of vehicle break-ins in this city occur in public parking spaces on our city streets. Uh, and I just wonder, is the city going to have the same obligation under this ordinance. Also love this guy at this committee meeting who brings up the fact that most of the car break-ins do not happen in these private parking lots during a Saints game or during a Pelicans game or during a concert or during a cruise. They actually happen on the city streets. And how come the city isn't required to do its damn job and protect people from car break-ins on all the public streets where they've become so prominent? Everyone has to pay their fair share to make the city safe. There's that oh-so-famous line from the left wing that I'm so tired of hearing about how everybody's got to pay their fair share in order to protect the city. I mean, we are not doing our job. We specifically have well under what is required as the absolute bare minimum, according to multiple different studies, to have a moderately livable city of New Orleans in terms of police. But you guys out there need to do your fair share. You stupid people who decided to start a business like we live in in a modern society that respects property rights, congratulations, you're going to have to hire an attendant, an attendant that will likely get blown away by these criminals because in reality,
security. This does not make it easier for you to hire armed security or anything like that because they don't want you to actually be defensible in terms of these situations. What they want to do is make it more difficult for you to run any kind of business, make it more oppressive, make it more crappy to live in the city because they want to hand it over to the criminals because they believe that any persecution of these innocent criminals that just wanted to rip all the wiring out of people's cars as they attended the Saints game is really institutional structural racism. So you need to pay your fair share for a safer city, and that means allowing yourself to be victimized by crime. And by the way, no, they're not going to do anything when it comes to the break-ins and the carjackings and the record murders that are so prominent all over the city of New Orleans. You know what happens in New Orleans because they're so short of officers when there's a crime committed against you, when it's a carjacking, a car theft, uh, somebody breaking into your home, or anything like that. The police don't show up. Their average time, and again, we covered this on this channel before, is about two and a half hours in certain parts of the city for police officers to show up. And they tell you often to do a report over the internet. So if you go to the station to file a report, you won't even find an officer there because that's how short-staffed the New Orleans PD is. This is what happens when you embrace the ideology of Colin Kaepernick. This is what happens when you pretend that everything's going to be alright if you think criminals are just Aladdin, and really the biggest problem that they're facing is the evil white racist criminal justice system. In reality, these people make it worse for each and every person, and now we're going to see, hopefully, some Reduced attendance for the Pelicans games. Reduced attendance for the Saints games. We're going to see people that are affected by these policies that just want to escape into the world of sports actually speak out, speak up, and stand up to people like this who just try to shift the blame. And I hope that will come in some time. But in reality, New Orleans has been run by Democrats since the 1800s, so I don't have any good expectations of any policy. These people destroyed this city. They ran it into the ground. Left-wing management has brought us to this point and unless we see some kind of dramatic change and honestly it needs to come from the governor you need to pull a Michigan remove the New Orleans local government and install an emergency manager in order to fix what's going on what's rotten in our once great city of New Orleans and finally to the media who are so happy and so quick to say that that blackout during the Super Bowl in February of 2013 was a symbol of the decline of America well it's 10 years later and and now people can't even go to the games without seeing each and everything they've worked for get stolen from them. But hey, you know what? Those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked this video, then you can show me by leaving a like. You can subscribe for more content. You can follow me on all my social medias. Support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the city of New Orleans utterly falling apart. Till next time.